So before we start today's podcast, we'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our favorite sponsors, Molly's Spirits. If you appreciate Unique and Special, well then Molly's is your place to get your beer, wine, and liquor. And boy, you're going to be thrilled you did. All it takes is a visit to one of their two locations, or if it's more convenient, you can hop online at mollyspirits.com. Check their unbelievable selection of any kind of booze that floats your boat. And we all need to get our boats floated from time to time. Not only do they have the brands we all know and love, but there's so many unique choices from wines, from literally all over the world to every kind of spirit you can imagine, and a craft beer selection that will keep you coming back for more and more. We would be remiss if we didn't mention one of the most impressive things about Molly's is their commitment to Colorado companies. There's always aisles devoted to just our state's brands, from the ones you know to the ones that you're just finding out a little bit more about and delighted to discover. It's really something to be very proud of. There's a few ways to enjoy Molly's selections. As we said, you can stop by one of the two locations, at Lakeside, which is 44th and Harlan, or the Greenwood Village location in the Arapahoe Marketplace next to Sprouts. Another way to enjoy Molly's is to check out the website, mollyspirits.com. You can get your order through contactless curbside pickup. Did we mention Molly's also delivers? Well, if we didn't, they do. So, what are you waiting for? Molly's Spirits. It's a land of adult beverage discovery. On this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast with Julie Browman. Who's Dave scaring around his neighborhood? Yeah, you're kind of intimidating looking with that beard. And twofold. Oh, please. I think it's some of it is just out of habit at this point, honestly. How does Dave really feel about the Broncos parting ways with Philip Lindsay? I think it was pretty clear that, I'll speak for myself, that I had a higher regard for Philip Lindsay's ability and skill set than the Broncos did. Is George Payton trying to prove a point with his free agency pickups? Can you read into these moves that it's more of a, a win now than it is let's kind of develop, especially on the defensive side? Dave gives high praise to a recent Broncos signing. Players listen to players in the locker room, and those voices are stronger than coaches' voices. And on the good teams, it's much more important to have two or three, three or four, four or five guys that are like that. And did Dave and Julie just have a fight? Huh. It makes me think harder. You, you are, I say this respectfully. No, you are, you are, yes I am. Okay. You are full of it. You've already, you've already That's made up true. your mind. All that and more on this episode of the Dave Logan Podcast. This is the Dave Logan Podcast. Welcome to the Dave Logan Podcast. Dave Logan and Julie Brahman. Back at it, podcast number 71. We appreciate uh, everybody listening. A shout out to the listeners in Netherlands and Belgium. Really? Yeah. I was just looking this morning on where people are listening. I, I can't This is explain kind of it. a world, worldwide podcast. It's worldwide in Denver, <clears throat> Netherlands, and Belgium. And Mexico. We're big in Mexico. I love Mexico. <laughs> I know. You just, you just lit up on I, me. I love Mexico. <laughs> So how many more of these do we have to do from our our Zoom positions? When will things get to the point that, you know, common people Mm -hmm. will be able to have meetings, sit across the table from each other? I mean, when when are we going to get there? Because I'm I'm I'll just tell you the truth. I'm growing a little bit impatient. 
Two questions on that. Well, it's it's kind of up to you because I'm always like, Dave, what are you doing? What do you do? Want to do it together? So you've been the personal relationship that has um, hmm. pushed me away, but that's okay. Are you vaccinated? Plus, I live 45 minutes from you. Yeah. I am not vaccinated yet. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's coming. I think that's all coming quickly. So I just thought about this. You're mad. So You're mad. like this weekend, uh-huh. I went for, gosh, a couple of walks with my dogs both days, Saturday and Sunday. I, uh-huh. So I take, I've got a little puppy who's like 14 months and then I've got an older Sheba. The puppy's an American Staffordshire okay. in the Pitty family. She's uh, pound for pound, as strong as dog, as strong as a dog as, as I've ever had, right? Okay. So, so 30 minute walk with both of them. Then in the afternoon, I take her, I take the little one on a power walk of about an hour where I like walk moving your hips? literally, no, I walk as fast as I can possibly walk. She will trot and we try to keep that pace 30 minutes up and 30 minutes back down. Okay. So both days. I'm passing people on the sidewalk. They see me coming from, I don't know, let's just say 50 yards. Mm -hmm. They immediately stop. We're outside now. Do you have your mask on? I do not have a mask on. We're outside. They stop and put their masks on and like walk around the sidewalk. And I'm thinking, we are outside. I'm probably... I mean, had they been on the side, I'm probably six, eight feet away from them. We're mm-hmm. outside. Yeah, you're kind of intimidating looking with that beard. And twofold. Oh, please. I think it's some of it is just out of habit at this point, honestly. that I think there are people still scared uh, about the virus. I mean, you're, you're certainly, I mean, if, if that's okay. I, I, I'm not bringing it up saying what the hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am a little bit saying what the hell. I, it just struck me as like, how long are we going to do this? I, I'm all for. Listen, when I go to, into a restaurant, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to. I'm going to. When I go to a, a, a supermarket, a King Supers, whatever, I'm wearing a mask, right? Yeah. So I get that. But out outside, I, I don't know. Doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to me. Are you choosing not to get vaccinated? By the way, I haven't made up my mind. Okay, just thought about that. I've had uh, I've had several friends that have done it. Mm-hmm. A couple have done it with absolutely no reaction at all. I've had a couple that have done it that were really sick mm-hmm. for one one was sick for like four days. So I don't know. I'm I'm researching more of the vaccine. Maybe I will. Uh I just haven't done it at this point. Well if I grow a second head, maybe then you don't. Right? <clears throat> right. Right. right? Yeah. So yeah, I can be the test. Good um, to know. Yeah. All right. So since we last did this podcast, there's been a whole lot of signings on the Broncos end. And it's interesting, mostly on the all on the defensive end, right? Um, that well, would be, except for Mike Boone, the running back from the Vikings. Right. So let's talk uh, about that before we get into defensively. Uh, we're all bummed out about Philip Lindsay. I think on a personal Yeah, but level. you could see it, you could see it coming. Yeah. And, and what I've said, I've said, I think before in the podcast, I know that I've said it on the radio show. You know, I think it was pretty clear that I'll speak for myself, that I had a higher regard for Philip Lindsay's ability and skill set than the Broncos did. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I mean, football is a game uh, that coaches get to look at their players and then make decisions on what they like and what they don't like and who they think is the best fit. You could see this coming. I mean, even John Elway made the comment, not it was probably a year ago, that he intended in one of those off seasons to work, you know, work a new deal for Phil. 
mm-hmm. just never really got around to doing it, which I thought was telling. Yeah. And then uh, when they tendered him in the way that they did, and I think we talked about this last week, it allowed teams to basically sign Philip Lindsay, not basically sign, teams could offer him a contract. And if the Broncos chose not to match, mm-hmm. then they didn't have to give the Broncos a draft choice. And Is so my- that that's, that's just a way of saying, hey, good luck and we're done. What's the difference? Is Mike Boone such a, <clears throat> why is he such a better player in their eyes? Don't know. I mean, I haven't seen enough of Mike Boone. Uh, I've seen some clips of him. I mean, obviously, calling Broncos games, I don't get a chance to see the Vikings. And he didn't get a chance to run the ball much, mm-hmm. right, behind uh, Dalvin Cook, who's, I think, one of the really great running backs we have in the league. But by all accounts, he's a special teams guy. Phillip wasn't utilized a lot on special teams. And I think it came down more to just the Broncos making a decision that they were they were going to go in a different direction from Philip Lindsay. I think that and the Texans signed him for I think it was like three point whatever it was, three point two or three. It's a nice payday for Philip and uh, what I hope is that he can have a heck of a year and put together a, an excellent season and then maybe get rewarded in the off season. But again, it just comes down to I, I don't think the Broncos placed the kind of value in terms of his ability that I did. And it's it's their right to do so. That's that's how the NFL works. So speaking of placing value, it seems like George Payton is placing a ton of value in the defense, signing Justin Simmons to a long term deal. I heard on your show Monday through the Monday through Friday nights twelve, Justin talking. Signing Kyle Fuller. I think he was like released on Friday. They he was released like, yeah, yeah, released on Friday. Um I've heard have you heard this that Kareem Jackson, the door's not closed? I have heard that. And in fact, we talked about that on Friday. I heard that from a friend of mine that is not connected with the Broncos, but that is an agent Uh that thought, um, I mean, normally when you go to a guy that's been a good player and you try to restructure the deal and he says no. And so then if you're forced to say, well, then we're going to have to release you, then that pretty much shuts the door of you going back to that team. But I was told on Friday that that's not not completely the case with the Broncos and Kareem. I think now it depends on what Kareem can and his agent can command on the open market. Is somebody willing to step up and and give him the kind of money that he feels like he deserves? His age works against him, and he was uh, and he was making a lot of money. So I I listen. I I love Jackson, but they had to have Simmons because of his age, um, and they couldn't afford to let him after this season walk away. So given that, you you couldn't have your two starting safeties eating up that much of your salary cap. You just couldn't. So, But I'll tell you this, no bigger fan of Kareem Jackson than me. He brings the juice defensively. He's a big hitter. I've, I've said before how much I admire a guy that, that was originally drafted as a corner and then has been able to make the conversion inside. And, and he's a guy that, that plays like one of those guys at safety. He will knock the taste out of your mouth. Very few guys that transition from outside to playing inside will bring that kind of physicality, that mentality to the game. They'll tackle you, but they just get you down, which is okay. But Kareem is a is a game changer. Kareem, to me, is a playmaker. So if somehow, um, and I hope he gets whatever he can command in the open market, but if it doesn't work out, man, I'd love to see him back in Denver. Can you read into these moves that it's more of a, a win now than it is let's kind of develop, especially on the defensive side? Well, 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, I think every team should be in the win now, right? I mean, these um, two things I, I, I read into this. One, players are smart now, and this is a good time to sign a one-year deal mm-hmm. and then have a hell of a year because, I mean, the, the salary cap is down this year, but it's going to go up next year, and then in 2023 – it's going to it's going to be through the roof with the collective bargaining agreement in place the players already get a substantial amount of uh the revenue generated and the new deal the TV deal signed by the league will give each year those 32 NFL teams i believe the number is like 9.7 or thereabouts billion dollars mm-hmm. and they get that for 11 years so the salary if you want to if you can somehow have a good year now or even better, two really good years and then be a, a unrestricted free agent going into 2023, you're going to make bank. So would they sign, if they can keep him here, they would just sign him to a one year and he would just want a one year? Who, Kareem? Yeah. If I'm Kareem, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyle Fuller just signed a one, one year. year $9 million deal, mm-hmm. right? Um, Ronald Darby signed a three-year deal, but that's... You know that's voidable after two. I think. I think to answer your original question, yeah, the Broncos. I- I'll guarantee you this: Vic Fangio and his staff are in a "let's win now" mode. And I've said this before. I talked to Vic after the season. Vic's a smart guy. Vic is. You know, people say, "Oh, he's you know he's just a likable guy. He's like your grandfather." He's a very very cerebral guy. I mean, he understands football. I think he's a really good football coach. But he's a bit deeper than that. He understands. He knows they have to win this year. I guess what I'm going at is that it seems like with these moves, he's really getting George Payton's endorsement because he's giving it. George Payton's giving him all the tools, the Shelby Harris's, the Vaughn's, we hope, the Justin Simmons, the Kyle Fuller. Like he's giving him all the toys, right? I think you're going to do it like this. No, like, what he's done is he's taken him to a new toy store. Mm-hmm. And they've upgraded their toys, right? Mm-hmm. They've gone from the little, you know, that little red fire truck that um, is broken down and has three wheels. And so it's not all that coo- cool, even when you're four. Mm-hmm. Now they have one that you can actually sit on and is motorized. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so now you can tool around the Christmas tree if you're Vic and feel feel better about it. Go over and get yourself some fruitcake. Yeah. But no, I think that... Um, I see. I don't. I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it as though George Payton is 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 giving Vic, you know, everything he needs. I think you just look at that defense, and you know, especially in the back end of the defense. I mean, they they could have. I mean, honest to goodness, I, I'm saying in all the years I've called Broncos games, 31 years, it's never even been close that I can remember for one position of a team to be so totally decimated with injuries. That their secondary last year had guy late in the season had guys that just were completely and totally overmatched. So calling games, I mean, there were plays that Devontae Bosby. I think he was so shell shocked that uh, you're watching him on a cover on a cover, and you're thinking, "Dude, what he you, you know." If you are, it's hard to play that position. If you're out there and you're just getting toasted, even if there's no people in the stands, you feel like the loneliest man in the world. I mean, I felt sorry for the kid. So they had to do a lot in the back end of that defense. 
I mean, George Payton would have been negligent in duty if he wouldn't have addressed the the secondary of the Broncos. So I listened a little bit to the Justin Simmons press conference that was on KOA, and I don't think this was just talking to talk. It really seemed like they really value Vic and also George said, obviously as a football player, George Payton said he thought he was the best you know, safety in the league, but who Justin Simmons is as a person. And I kind of like hearing that from my perspective. I mean, he's got to have the talent to do it, but yeah. didn't you feel like that? Like, okay, this is real. I think they, I think they appreciate the kind of person he is. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter if you don't have the requisite talent and you're not a heck of a player, mm-hmm. you can be the greatest person in the world. And you know, that's not going to get you a job in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's a good player and he's a great kid. Um, I thought Vic's comment was telling in his press conference when he said, some guys out here need caddies. And then he paused and in, in addressing the media, he said, do you know what I mean? I mean, do you know what I'm saying when I say that? Some guys need caddies. He said, Justin is the caddy for a number of players. And what that means, I think, at least this is my interpretation of that, there are some guys that are great players that you constantly worry about. Okay, are they going to show up on time? Are they going to miss this meeting? Is there going to be you know, the fourth grandmother that has passed in the last two years? And so he needs the weekend off. Is he, can I, is he accountable? Not on the field. You might have a great player. But is he accountable off the field? That not, not everybody, those two things, you don't get matches all the time with great players. Justin is one of those guys. And Justin, I took that comment as meaning he's kind of the guy that says, hey, listen, we're going to be in here tomorrow, 7.30. We've got, a, we've got a meeting tomorrow, 7.30. Let's make sure everybody's here. Players listen to players in the locker room, and those voices are stronger than coaches' voices. And on the good teams, um, it's much more important – to have two or three, three or four, four or five guys that are like that to say, "Hey, man, we're not we're not doing this tonight. Let's make sure everybody gets good night's sleep." And you need that. I think Justin Simmons is one of those guys. Does Vaughn need a caddy? I think there have been times that Vaughn needed a caddy. I think Vaughn has matured a lot. It's matured. Has matured a lot <laughs> okay. in the last couple of years. I think Vaughn wants to be. A leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when when he was playing, you know, back in his back in the heyday, back in 2015 when they won Super Bowl 50, it was pretty easy to kind of just go along with the crowd because you had Demarcus Ware on defense and a lot of other guys. You had Peyton Manning on offense. Those were the leaders. Mm-hmm. And so Vaughn, I think, has learned from them. But uh, yeah, I think Vaughn from time to time has probably needed a caddy. I think most players, the majority of players in the NFL would probably fall into that category. Is there any chance that we can be more sure that the Broncos are taking a quarterback with the ninth pick because they did diddly squat with what was out there? No. I don't think that assures anything of the sort. Uh, did that enter I, your mind? It enters my mind. It To me... It tells me what I've maintained all along, and I think I've said this before. I think they trade back. I think they – if you're going to get one of these top quarterbacks, you're going to have to be able to move up. Now, what are you you willing to part with to move up? And to move up, I'm talking about you probably have to move up to four or five. 
five at the five at the latest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, the the guy that I would be most interested in, I mean, that is realistic. I mean, Trevor Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good player. I like Zach Wilson very much, but Trey Lance is a kid that really has caught my eye. There are critics. There are those that are skeptics because he only has what seventeen starts. He's he's played a lesser level. He hasn't played Alabama and, and the SEC and all those schools, but he's got an unusual skill set. He's a big kid. He's six three, two twenty. He'll run four four something. He's got a very good arm. The league to me is morphing is slowly, but morphing into more of the RPO stuff. I haven't seen it a lot with the Broncos. I, to me, I'd want a guy that could do that, and, and Drew Locke can do that to a certain extent. I just haven't seen it, and I've been rather vocal the last two or three years about you know having that sort of stuff implemented into the offense. They have it. They have it. I know that for a fact. They've got an RPO game. I just didn't see a lot of it last year. Now, the NFL also is is governed by strong-willed, hard-headed people that believe, and some of them are very old school, and believe that you have to be able to win from the pocket. I also subscribe to that theory. But I think you can implement a few things that gives your quarterback – receivers, but most importantly, your offensive line, a little bit of a break where you don't have to block every single guy in the box on every single play. And for some reason, the Broncos have not been one of the teams that has sort of come around on, on those ideas, at least very much. Speaking of quarterbacks, do you want the Broncos to sign Deshaun Watson? Now, I think this answer may be different. It is for me than it was a few weeks ago. So you're being completely judgmental you've already you've already decided that he's guilty well we were going to talk about it after the break so you have a chance to sort of re-gather <laughs> no, your thoughts i'm sticking with it man well i mean seriously yeah well look can we talk about it after the break i suppose so The Dave Logan Podcast can be found at iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Remember to download, and if you like what you hear, share with your friends and subscribe. Remember, you can log on to our website, thedaveloganpodcast.com. Go to the contact tab to ask us questions. We'll read them on the podcast. Most every question is fair game. Just keep it classy. It's thedaveloganpodcast.com, or you can send your question directly to us on Twitter, at DaveLoganPod or at JulieBrowman1. Let me take a minute to talk about Boyer's Coffee, the legendary Rocky Mountain roaster. With more than 50 years' experience roasting right here in Denver, Boyer's Coffee is roasted fresh every week. If you put your nose right down to the laptop, you can almost smell it. And it's available at your local grocery store or, of course, online at BoyersCoffee.com. A couple of things to tell you about as March is upon us. March 17th, it's their St. Patty's Day celebration, which means if you stop by the food truck at 73rd and Washington, you can get a buy one, get one free deal on drinks all day. And on March 20th, so just stay down there for three days, hang out, it's 15% off all bagged coffee from the Coffee Cottage. Can't beat that. If you can't make it to the food truck on 73rd and Washington or out to your local grocery store, let us remind you that another way and an easy way to get your Boyer's Coffee is just head to boyerscoffee.com. It's really simple. Any coffee lover will be truly in heaven checking out all the different roasts and flavors. They've got decaf and organic options as well as gift sets if you want to buy 
somebody something special, why don't you get them a Boyer's Coffee deal as a present? They'd love it. Boyer's Coffee has been crafting Colorado coffee since 1965, and their beans are always hand-roasted at altitude and always fresh. I love it. Boyer's Coffee. Enjoy a cup today. Welcome back to the Dave Logan Podcast. One of us uh, a tad bit judgmental, one of us willing to wait until the facts are presented. Dave Logan and Julie Brown, we'll let you figure as to which one fits which category. All I'm right, go ahead. Say go ahead. What I think a lot of people are thinking, but aren't. No, saying. no, no. Why don't you just say what you're thinking? All right, I'll, what I'm thinking. Yeah. This came out today. Three more civil lawsuits alleging inappropriate conduct and sexual assault were filed against Deshaun Watson today on Monday, um, including one that he committed sexual assault this month in March. Um, the attorney representing the women has filed ten lawsuits against Watson since last week. And he also said, I believe that. There are an additional seven or eight that have contacted him, which would mean there are 20 women. This is what I think when I read this. And I've told you, I've had experiences where people were accused of something or very vague, and it turns out they were 100% innocent. And I know that for a fact. Okay. When I read stuff like this, I'm going to be very honest. Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. When 20 women or 20 people allege something, I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying- Well, sure you are. That's exactly what you're saying. No, don't put words in my mouth, even though I'm not saying that. It makes me think, though, that, huh, it makes me think harder than if it was just one or two. You you are, I say this respectfully. No, you're not. You are, are, yes, I am. You are full of it. You've already You've already made up your mind- You've already made up your mind. Let me ask you this. Have I'll, I'll, I'll put it in, into a question form. Okay. Your Honor, may I, may I address the witness? So, Ms. Brownman, have you not already made up your mind in terms of you, the owner of the Saskatchewan Brownmans, now <laughs> have decided that you do not want Deshaun Watson to be part of your football team? No, I have not decided that because I want to hear more of the story. I want to hear well, more of the evidence. Well, then you and I agree. Don't tell me that you don't hear this and go twenty people. Now you're putting now you're putting words in my mouth. You okay. were the one that came out and said you had decided that you maybe did my not... answer would be different. That's what I said. Okay. Well, your answer before was absolutely you right. wanted. And now him. I want I want to I want a lot more evidence. I want to I want. Okay, we're we're in agreement then. What do you, what are we what are we what are we saying? We're saying that. It's changed. It's changed from maybe when I heard the first and I, because of previous experience, I know that just because somebody is accused of something, yeah. it's not true. I know that. When the numbers keep rising and rising and rising makes me think, okay, no, I listen, is there something I think it's here? a very bad story. I feel bad for any woman who in any shape or form has been mistreated, violated, forced to do something she doesn't want to do. I, I condone none of that. I don't. Your question was, have I changed my mind about going after Deshaun Watson? It's still, even with all of these uh, civil lawsuits pending, it still is going to be an enormous price to try to get Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, I want to see where where all of this goes. Mm-hmm. I, I I really do. I, I, I want to see 
what happens? Do, are these lawsuits actually filed? Do they reach some sort of settlement? Will there be an NDA imposed for all of these? I don't know. But it is a really bad look. And yes, because there have been other women that have come out, it does give me pause and make me think like, wow, mm-hmm. dude, that's a lot. That's a lot. For, I mean, I said today in the show, he got a lot of massages. That's a <laughs> lot of massages. So yeah, yeah I, I'm anxious to see how it plays out. I also think you have to wait and see what the league will do in the league. I mean, that could be, stop and think about this. Roger Goodell has imposed league sanctions on players that were never charged criminally. He has the ability to step back and say, you know, and and he does it under the under the heading of this is detrimental to the National Football League, mm-hmm. which I don't think anybody including Roger Goodell should have that kind of power to do that. Now that said, if all of these cases let's just say that let's just say that um well, there's two, I guess there's a couple scenarios. Let's say all of them are settled. None of them actually go to court, which I don't think will happen. I, I, I think they will. I think civil, civil litigation will be filed, and I think some of these will go to court. But let's just say all of them are settled, and there's NDAs on all of them. Roger Goodell now, I think, is put in a position, uh, given how our country is today, where he's going to have to do something with mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, even though legally speaking – there weren't any charges filed, and it's it's all been taken care of. Well, but you know what NDAs are about? They're about bad information about uh, things not getting out. You get paid off to not talk. That's well, that's what, that's what I mean. But still, but that if doesn't you, if, mean that that something didn't happen. But it doesn't mean that it did. If you sign it, I mean, I went to three days of law school, so let me. Like, oh, okay. Temper all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe you should. You okay. should. Uh, I should get all up right. and stand here. So when I'm listening to the press conference with Vic Fangio and George Payton and Justin Simmons, I'm hearing all this really, I think, very genuine, authentic stuff about Justin Simmons. And then I start thinking about this story. And I'm like, if they now you're right, there's there's some outcomes out here that that still have to be determined. It would seem like don't couch it. Two, it wouldn't seem to make any kind of sense. We love Justin Simmons because of what he's such a good person and what he does in the community, but we're going to bring in this guy, and let's say it's that, but has 20 civil, um, these 20 women lawsuits, they sign NDAs, but we're going to bring him in anyway. Does that seem like those are, you're talking on two sides of your mouth? Don't don't you care about learning the facts of what is being alleged? We know some of the things that are being alleged. Some, some of the things. What if some of the things, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, what you're if, right. You're what right. if some of the things being alleged Aren't true. didn't happen? No, I know. So I, I think yeah. it's, I think, yeah, it, it, it's a really bad look for him. And again, I mean, if, if, if this guy forced one of these massage therapists to give him oral sex, well, that then, then you're talking about a prison sentence on that one, right? There's others that uh, the allegations aren't nearly as uh, severe as, as that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what each and every woman is is alleging, but I do think, I mean, I, I'm going to be Roger Goodell for a minute, and I know I, I, I bust Roger Goodell all the time, but I, I have if I'm Roger Goodell for a minute, I have a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of You're money. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to have to sit back, and of course, I'm going to have to consult 
you know, my lawyers about, okay, what, what are we looking at here? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say anything until all this plays out. Yeah. And if all this plays out and let's, let's say they don't, let, let's say they don't reach some sort of agreement because it's been pretty clear that, uh, counselor Busby has said, this is not about money because all the women allegedly are asking for $500. Okay. I find that hard to believe because the first allegation the first woman to allege that something inappropriate happened, allegedly her representative or her, one of the two, asked for a six-figure settlement Mm -hmm. for this to go away. So now all of a sudden six figures is $100,000 or more. That's a lot different than $500. So I don't know which one of those two things is true. But let's just say they go to court and in, in civil litigation, you, you don't need the preponderance of evidence that you do uh, in other in the other court, right? So, I mean, let's just let's just say that he is found innocent of all charges. Mm-hmm. Then, if you're running the Broncos, do you have an interest in Deshaun Watson? And everybody came out and was basically proved to be a liar. All those. All I'm saying women. is, all the charges they went to civil litigation. And all and and he won all of it. And there's just NDAs. No, there's no there's no agreement. Oh, okay. So everybody... you sued me. We went to court. It's just a judge. Judge hears you. Judge hears me. Judge hears evidence. Yep. Judge rules. I do. If 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 twenty twenty people. Well, there's not twenty yet. There's twelve. Okay, there's twelve, and all twelve were found. A judge said, "You got nothing. You got nothing. You got nothing." I'd do that twelve times. Yeah. And he was found innocent. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Well, then, yeah. I, again, I, I want to see what happens. And, again, I want to make it clear just in case somebody's out there that tuned in just to this part of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if this stuff is true, then there needs to, you know, he needs to pay for this. You can't, you know, depending on, I mean, for a couple of the things that I read, I'm like, oh, boy, if that's true, then you got big, big problems. And, and you deserve you deserve them based on what you've done. But there are other things there that are alleged that I'm like, that's going to be almost impossible to prove. Yeah. It's going to be your word against my word. I, I completely agree with you, and I was kidding you a little bit, but with 12 women coming out and the attorney now saying that he's been contacted by seven or eight more, I mean, the more that come out, it's like, okay, it's hard not to believe that mm-hmm. some of this stuff took place. Yeah. But I'm going to wait and see how this whole thing plays out. And I'm going to wait on my answer with respect to the Broncos yeah. and their interest in or, or lack thereof uh, for Deshaun Watson until we see how this plays out. And that's 100% the right thing to do. I just was, I, with the timing of Justin Simmons, I thought it was very interesting, the whole, and it's just a bigger conversation of what you're willing to, what kind of athletes, what's okay for your team. And some people... Yeah, well, that the, the the stuff in Houston is not okay. There's no question about that. But it would be judging from what everybody has said about him in the past. Yeah, it would be completely counter to his character. I mean, coming from everybody. So I, I mean, either he's, you know, either he's sort of been may have done something or maybe stepped out and now is just getting hammered or he's done a really good job at, at conveying to everybody in his life the kind of person that he wants you to believe he is and he's not that person. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fascinating. I don't really know how to end this podcast from that. 
Let's talk about something fun. Okay. What's the funnest thing you've done? Since the zombie apocalypse of 2020? Well, I know what that is. It's Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mexico is good. No, you, <laughs> you know what? Else? Seriously, and I know that uh, by the time people download this podcast, it'll be a little bit dated, but mm-hmm. just watching March Madness. Mm-hmm. Watching March Madness is the first time since the pandemic that I have felt watching a live sporting event that it was back to normal, including calling NFL games. I've watched NBA games, watched the NBA playoffs last year in the bubble, you know, watched Major League Baseball last year with no player, with no, no fans, uh, called NFL games and watched them on TV. There was just a real sterile atmosphere that I just said, man, this, I, I don't know. And I love all this stuff, but it just feels different to me. But I'll tell you what, even with just a few fans in the, in the stands, for March Madness, it has been absolutely electrifying. And I would submit that March Madness is as good and compelling a watch of a sporting event as any sporting event that we have. If you have enough time on your hands taking off that or can take off that Thursday, Friday, going to an establishment yeah. with multiple brackets. Well, this year, is this year was so fr- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we're taping this Monday. Yeah. So, like tonight, the CU Kansas. Buffs play. I'm sorry. I, th- I thought we were talking about <laughs> okay, go on. teams that matter. Uh, the CU Buffs playing Florida State. The winner of that is in the Sweet 16. And okay, let me jump in. Kansas plays USC. Who do you have winning it all? Well, I thought Illinois. And then Illinois beaten over the weekend by Loyola of Chicago. Mm-hmm. I mean, no other sport, no other amateur sport could you take the top five teams and play them against teams that were, let's say, you know, 10 or 15 or 15 or 20. I mean, Alabama, take the top five teams in college football and play them against, uh, you know, mid-American conference teams. There's no way that Alabama loses. But in basketball, the number one seed, you you can lose. It's just, I mean, it's it's the absolute best thing to watch. I feel better. Well, you'll feel bad tonight about (laughs) 10-10 when USC beats Kansas, but... Other than that, we'll you talk. kind of given up on Kansas a little bit, haven't you? This year, yeah. See what I mean? Easy. That's that's what I've done with sports. It's kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta well, get. I got. We gotta get that changed. We'll get a change. It's starting to change. Right. Um, okay, we'll talk about it next week. All Good. Right. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is pulling you in the center of the action with endless ways to make it rain this week. Sports betting has never been this convenient. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from anywhere the app is available. And if you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code LOGAN, my last name. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players they really do it all check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day this week to cash in on their daily odds boosts new boosts are posted every single day for all the biggest sporting events DraftKings is safe reliable and secure it's really easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want to download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code LOGAN L-O-G-A-N when you sign up and get up to $1,000 that's code LOGAN to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.